Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hail Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal. Great to have you in. Welcome to Wednesday. It's Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, and you. We'll get to our roll call. I'll call our starting five in a moment. Excited to spend time with... Mike Babcock of Hale Varsity and Herdan Sports coming up here in about 15 minutes or so. Evan Bland with us in hour two. Plenty of room for you. We've got a ton to get into. The topic of the right approach. Uh, Glenn Thomas was on the network last night, introduced to Husker Nation. So he had some thoughts on uh, coaching quarterbacks. Uh, right said Fred, uh, the mayor, uh, had his press session today as we're uh, about 24 hours away from Nebraska-Wisconsin. That's a gotta-have-it ball game for Nebraska. The tone from Fred says as much, and we'll hear from Coach Hoiberg in a little bit. And, uh, yeah, some hot seat rankings are out. But without further ado, we let the floor be opened up for one Elijah Herbal and his uh, incredible bowling team, uh, that is number one in the league. It's league championship night last night. And well, close, close. You're, you're close. It's not league championship. League championship happens at the end of the year. That, that comes in May. So this is just kind of your – this is, this is your Big Ten tournament-type seeding deal? Yeah, this, is, this is city championship. So we're talking uh, – So this is, this is just – yeah, this is just kind of the – uh, You don't follow soccer enough to understand the champions. I don't. If I ever go to a pro soccer game, I'm going with my boy Teddy. Uh, I will make him take me to, to, to Manchester so, and – and and I will drink lots of uh, of, of Newcastle. So let, let's let, let's lay it out. What this is is there's a whole bunch of different leagues in the city. We are in the Tuesday night league at Parkway Lane. Shout, shout out Parkway Lane. Shout out the Tuesday night league. Great no burgers. Shout out, shout out. Um, and and our our league is split into two halves of the season. So we have the first half in which we finished second in the league, my team, uh, which is my dad, my brother, and I. And then uh, we have the second half of the season. Whoever wins the first half of the league plays whoever uh, wins the second half of the league, and that's your, your league champion. The city championship is its own independent week-long tournament, which occurs now, and it's between a whole bunch of people from a whole bunch of different leagues. You, you have the option to enter or, or not if you'd like to just have the week off from bowling. Um, but everybody enters in, similar to the Champions League, where the champions of each league in soccer come together and play each other in a, a season-long tournament in the Champions League. Similar to that, a whole bunch of different teams from a whole bunch of different leagues come together in bowl in the city championship. We, we merged with another team within our leagues. We have three people on our team. They have two city tournament is uh, is a five man team. So we, uh, we played it last night, had some, had some uh, pretty good scores. 
throughout the night, and uh, we woke up this morning to find that we are currently sitting first in, in the city tournament. So, so you got to hang on and hope somebody doesn't surpass you. Yeah, the, the best way to put it, it's, it's, it's week long, so it's very similar to we had the 9 a.m. tea time, and whenever we got back to the clubhouse, we finished we're in first minus place, two. But there are still people yet to tee off. We'll see if our score holds up. We currently have a 30 point lead on second. And I think a uh, just over a 150-point lead when you go down to, like, fourth place. So it's, it's a good chance we end up at least getting some sort of money. We'll see if we win it or not. But uh, as it currently stands, everyone's chasing us in the city tournament. So if you're listening in Lincoln and your time is yet to come, have some compassion for me. Low scores this week. We got third a couple years ago, and we, we finished uh, at the end of our night two years ago. Uh, we were in first place, and we were overtaken on Friday night mm. by two different teams, and we finished in, in You know what you third. need to do? That is just start sending drinks. <laughs> I just started showing up to the alley and buying. You, you, just, you just start sending drinks. Who wants rumplement shots? Uh, nobody. <laughs> nobody. Nobody wants rumplement. Hey, you, you'd be surprised in the bowling leagues. Uh, our, our old boy Scott, who uh, sees us on some of our road shows, that is his poison for us after a hard-fought show. <laughs> Here, boys. Here's some rumplements. I'm never going to say no. <laughs> uh, we are on the road this Friday. We are up at the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill, the Gretna location, the new Gretna location. We want to see you out there. I wish, I wish, I wish I would have thought ahead because after we get done with the show, Southwest and Gretna play boys basketball. It would have been fun to do a Southwest Gretna basketball game Friday night, but I did not plan ahead, but nonetheless, if you're in Omaha, surrounding region, come see the uh, Gretna location of Herdant Sports Bar and Grill. It's awesome. Uh, great food and drink specials, and uh, we'll be set up there four to six. Uh, just giving you a shout out there. If you're making your way up and uh, you're a Silverhawk fan from Southwest and you're going to go check out the, the Gretna Dragons, great basketball program, uh, swing on by for a cold one and uh, prime up a little bit before uh, before tip-off. And if you're deciding between going to that game or bowling in the city bowling tournament, I recommend coming up and seeing us and going and to that go- basketball game. You don't have to bowl this year. It's no, you okay. can just check the score. <laughs> <laughs> Man. So we, we have a lot to get into. It, it is Matt Rule's birthday. And if, if I were to suggest... <laughs> Uh, and we got a tweet we got to read in a moment. But if I were to suggest, you know, kind of a, a pitch in, what would Husker Nation get Matt Rule for his birthday? I think it would be a very nice bottle of bourbon. Some sipping whiskey there he can enjoy. And I think Rule probably likes a good old steak, right? So a bourbon and a steak, and that sounds like a, a great meal. Otherwise, I got nothing. He's got a quarterback's coach. He's got his five-star quarterback. He is recruiting his butt off for, uh, for, for more rush-edge talent. He's got his defensive coordinator back. He's got a returning offensive line. He killed it in the, um, in, in the portal this year, it looks like, right? Plugging some holes. So, uh, happy 49th. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I would get Matt Rule, and there's got to be something funny that I can throw in here, but it's not coming to me right now. I'm not a great gift giver. That's no, I, I, that's all right. Gift but, card? Maybe I'll get Matt Rule a gift card. <laughs> hey, Coach, I got you a Husker sweatshirt. 
It's got sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> well, wow, I don't have one of these. Uh, let's uh, get you the starting five and shout out our, our five our first five in the stream and always welcome to watch the show Hail Varsity YouTube where you can catch us different uh, social media platforms Facebook and Twitter uh, wherever you hear us on the Hail Varsity radio network 489-1240 or 800-825-5865 to get in uh, Anthony checks in first Tuck in there second Chuck Chuckster in at third Ken in at four and uh, Andrew uh, getting in at number five. Uh, Jeff, part of the Boulder Peace Treaty, checks in at six. Brennan, seven. Brennan from the Black Hills. Jeff rounds out uh, the, the first eight in the stream. Many more to mention. Patrick, uh, Roger, uh, Anonymous says he's a bench warmer. It's, it's okay. It's all right, Anonymous. We appreciate you uh, jumping in. And then, yes, we got to shout out the artist formerly known as KG Kids for Life. Elijah also, not this Elijah, but another Elijah checks in on the stream. So we're set to go. And just some some thoughts here uh, from Matt Rule. We'll spend some more time uh, on uh, this with Evan Bland. But uh, I said, Matt Rule, I'm talking, of course, quarterbacks coach Glenn Thomas now. And he uh, sat down with Greg Sharp and, you know, a good chat, a good introduction. Uh, and, you know, Glenn Thomas uh, pretty much is uh, loving what Lincoln has, loves his quarterback room, uh, likes the facilities, loves the facilities. And really his impression right now through two weeks, Elijah has been pretty much the work ethic. You can talk about talent you can talk about God-given ability and, and skill set and size and what's the arm strength like, right? Or what's what's the quick blink ability? There's all sorts of traits and skill sets that make guys different. Marino, Elway. I mean, go through the, the, the great quarterback names. And they had a, a lot of the total package, but they had one separator. Marino was quick, quick release. Same with Elway's arm strength and, and, and mobility. Right, uh, Favre never let a turnover bottle him, cl- bother him clearly. <laughs> right, it was the gunslinger mentality, or never out of this thing. So those are all great things. But but work ethic is completely uh, what you need, I think, to be part of this locker room. Yeah, you got to have talent. Uh, you've got to kind of hit your your marks as far as what they project for you and what you project for yourself. But from a talent standpoint, you, you can't get there just on natural talent. You've got to be bought into the to the outworking part of this equation as well. And that's what stuck out to me about Coach Thomas talking about his quarterback room. And, and Harburg is a worker, man. And, and I think you're going to be pleased with his role as a Nebraska football fan quarterback or or elsewhere because of his his explosive um, athleticism but also the work ethic and I think you got two quarterbacks that are really gifted really talented really confident but I think they're both and this is your difference your difference in in, in the quarterback room in a lot of college campuses is coachability mm. okay how coachable are these guys? I think you got two kids that are coachable that are that are on campus now. I think they have all sorts of upside on top of what they bring in, but I think they're hard workers. And, and I think that is 
incredible. You you hear it from coaches all the time. You want your your best dude to be your hardest worker. Well, if if things come together for Nebraska, I think you're going to have that instance with the most important position in football at quarterback also having your hardest worker. I like that that Glenn Thomas kind of detailed his stops and and how all the, all the the info he's gathered, all the intel and and he's used it and applied it differently per the situation, right? He's kind of observed and let's see what the kids can do, what they're good at, what they think they're good at, and then let's let's formulate a plan to to develop them and get them better. So, uh, pretty good interview uh, last night on the network with Glenn Thomas. He's excited about his quarterback room. You expect to hear that, but I think some of the the things he detailed as to, to the why, why is he excited? You got a work ethic room. Uh, at a spot that, let's be honest, there's been a long line of pretty boys at quarterback that just don't pan out. And it doesn't sound like that's what Nebraska has in that room. I mean, I guess you don't really know until those guys step out and sure. get in between the white lines. So another part of this conversation that I think is important to note, a dynamic that needs to be right, and I say this with some, some Broncos fan history within me, is you got to have the team quarterbacks coach be on the same page with a guy's personal quarterbacks coach, especially a guy like Ryola, who's got, uh, by all accounts, one of the best in the country. And Jeff He's been coached by some of the best. And, and we've, we've heard that there's been conversations between Jeff Christensen and, and Matt Rule and between Jeff Christensen and, and, uh, and Sat. So you're off to a good start there, but you, you never really know up until you, you get a guy on the practice field, you get a guy watching film, you get a guy into a season, what that dynamic is actually like. But if you remember back to to Russell Wilson and his time under Nathaniel Hackett and the Broncos. There was a major disconnect between what Nathaniel Hackett and his quarterback coaches wanted and between what Nathaniel Hackett and the Broncos coaching staff wanted. There was a disconnect there. Sounds like there's a lot of disconnect with Nathaniel Hackett if you look at the athletic article today. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started on Nathaniel Hackett. (laughs) Don't don't get me started there. As much as it's fun to pile on Russ, the fraud, uh, he may have been like, what the hell is this guy teaching me? So... I just want to throw it out there. It's important, especially with a guy that's had some some high-level tutelage throughout most of his life in, in, in Riola. I mean, he's had former NFL quarterbacks tutoring. He's got Patrick Mahomes' personal quarterbacks coach. He played for Kitten right in high school. Played for Kitten in high school, exactly. <laughs> this guy has played for a lot of guys that know the quarterbacking position well. And if you, you know anything about quarterbacking, it's that every quarterback's a little bit unique and every quarterback needs slightly different coaching in order to get to their level because, you know what, what works for one guy might not work for the other guy at the quarterbacking position. So you want to make sure that there's a good relationship behind the scenes between Christensen and with Glenn Thomas as well as Satterfield and as well as Rule because if you don't have those guys in synergy, if if Ryle is listening to his personal quarterbacks coach and then trying to listen to Thomas and they're telling him two different things, that's, Be on that, the same that, page. that is that's the recipe. For, that's the recipe for screwing up a quarterback. So that's one of the things we might not know what that looks like until the season. We might not know what that looks like until a couple years down the road. But you need to have that squared away. What is that relationship between Thomas and, and the Ryola camp like? Because it's not just hey, what can you do for Riola? You have to all be in agreement with everybody who's coaching up a guy like that because a talent like that has a whole bunch of people in his corner, a whole bunch of guys coaching him up. He's trying to get the best possible coaching he can. Got to make sure that's in, in unison. No, and, and that's fair. And, and that is, I mean, and different programs have different policies, right? Because I know uh, Team Magic, uh, our, our dear friend Steve Calhoun, he's one of the top quarterback coaches out in California, armed and dangerous. I mean, we've, we've spent years talking to him, and he's put a lot of guys from Cam Newton to others in the league. These are more so the people that these 
college quarterbacks would work out with during the summer and in the offseason, but you can't have different takes. And and you're a 1,000% right. You can't have a a power struggle. You can't have closed ears towards your coaches that you've got to go win ballgames for on Saturdays. And and only be listening to your your private quarter. Listen, if if the if the the, the paid help that is working with the NFL elite uh, is is going to work with you on X Y and Z, that has had to have been communicated. And you've got some background. You've got a file. You have a starting point, and uh, so important for Nebraska to to get quarterback right moving forward, along with the rest of the offense. You know the domino effect with recruiting. You feel good about the defense. We'll hear uh, more thoughts on Nebraska's big showdown against number six, Wisconsin. Thoughts from Fred Hoiberg at 440. Uh, We'll check in with Hale Varsity's Mike Babcock. He's in the green room, and you can watch this interview next on the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. It's Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager.